It's a government under intense pressure from unprecedented numbers of asylum seekers arriving by boat. It considers indefinite detention and boat turnbacks, and its radical policy attracts global attention. This might sound like contemporary Australia. It is, in fact, the Australian government of 40 years ago, facing the wave of boat people from Vietnam. Senior Research Associate at the Caldor Centre for International Refugee Law at the University of New South Wales, Dr Claire Higgins, has written a book about this time called Asylum by Boat, The Origins of Australia's Refugee Policy. She joined me in the studio earlier. Dr Higgins, thanks for joining the world today. Thank you very much for having me, Eleanor. Now, when you began researching your book on Australia's refugee policy in the 1970s, were you struck by the similarities with the situation facing current governments? Absolutely. Primarily in the fact that, as I found and reveal in the book, turnbacks and detention were proposed by the Department of Immigration back in the 1970s when Vietnamese were sailing to Australia. So Australia's uh, approach to refugee and immigration policy has always been premised on uh, the idea of control, controlling entry to Australia. And so that was present then, it's present now, it was nothing new. The difference is that these proposals were rejected. The number of people fleeing in the region was one and a half million within four years. And only around 2,000 people ever managed to sail to Australia. But the number of people who were expected, anticipated to sail to Australia, you look at the intelligence reports, up to 150,000. So they were um, dealing with what could have been an incredible outflow and number of people arriving on Australian shores. And so the pressure that they were under then was um, perhaps bigger than the pressure that Australian governments are under now. And the Fraser government did consider some of the policies in place today, like indefinite detention and towing boats back to sea. Why did it reject them? For very good reasons that are as pertinent today. In relation to turnbacks, the minister and people within the Department of Immigration kept raising this question that remained unanswered. Turn back to where? And why should other countries accept refugees who've been turned back by Australia? The minister said this publicly, repeatedly. In relation to detention centres, uh, the then Secretary of the Department of Immigration, Lou Engeldau, made four very good arguments against them that still stand today. The first was that detention would not provide a final answer. It would not resolve the protection needs of people coming to Australia. It would not deter people coming to Australia. It would create a political problem and it would require what he called a tremendous guard apparatus, which we've now seen borne out. Why do you think the policy response was so different? I think there was much more emphasis on Australia's international reputation. We were coming off the back of decades of racially discriminatory immigration policy and rebuilding and uh, reshaping our relations with the region. And also there was a willingness to engage with our neighbours in a multilateral way to address forced migration, which isn't really reflected in the unilateral responses we see under recent governments. Terrorism and security concerns also play a big role in current immigration policy. Was that a concern for the coalition back in the 1970s? No, the security concerns were mainly around quarantine issues of having people come to Australia without um, health and and, um, other checks. So it it wasn't in the same... Um, security framework as we see discussed today, but but certainly um, there were concerns about people arriving unannounced in an uncontrolled way. And to what extent was there fear in the community then about the Vietnamese? Everything that I observed in the media reports and the press releases uh, was a fear that 
um, these non-white migrants, these new arrivals, these refugees, would change Australia. And the Minister for Immigration consistently tried to play that down. Australia was now um, committed to non-discriminatory immigration policy and the Minister made a very clear effort to reassure people that those refugees who were sailing to Australia were just like us and would um, be committed to making a new life in Australia. Interestingly, the Fraser government made a very deliberate effort to tell the personal stories of the Vietnamese boat people, as they were called. That's so different from the media blackout that's been government policy here since John Howard's time. What difference did that approach make to the fear of these new Australians? I think it humanised them. It was a very consistent effort to say to people, to say to the Australian people, we would do the same if we were in their position. And this is why we have to receive them compassionately and with with, um, humanity and dignity. And I think it made a real difference. It brought out the best in the Australian community. It encouraged people to accept that those who were settling on their street, in their neighbourhood, were in need of protection. They were refugees. Today in an interview with our ABC correspondent in North America, two of the refugees who were transferred from Australian detention in PNG to the United States rejected the Immigration Minister Peter Dutton's suggestion that they were Armani-clad economic refugees. Was there a concern back in the 70s about economic refugees? So the first thing to say is that that concept that the Minister uh, raised on the weekend about economic refugees is a nonsense. It's a made-up idea. Um, But nonetheless, it was present 40 years ago. These myths and misrepresentations, misunderstandings came through in public debate about the Vietnamese. They were raised in Parliament, they were raised in the media. And again, government tried to play those down, to actively dispel them, to explain why people were leaving and why they were um, in need of protection. So it was a very different approach by government. So the big difference here is the government response. Yes. The government is obviously elected by the people responding to the people. Have Australians just become less compassionate? When we look at the government response, we shouldn't uh, get misty-eyed about it. It was strategic. They were emphasising control. They were emphasising orderly migration. They were just doing it in a very different way than government does it now. So I think Australians have been allowed to think the worst of refugees by recent governments, whereas back then they were encouraged to think the best and to recognise that Australia had protection obligations under international law. It had responsibilities to contribute to the resettlement and the protection of these people. Australia's refugee policy attracts global attention now. It also attracted global attention back then. Why? Because Australia was participating in an international effort to resettle Vietnamese refugees coming off the back of white Australia. And we hadn't really had a formal approach to asylum seekers before this time. You know, the one thing that I found when I was researching the book was that we have actually no idea how many asylum seekers came to Australia before 1978. We had no procedure in place to formally assess their protection claims. And so all of this started with the Vietnamese. Australia became a leader in the reception of asylum seekers um, in the same way as Canada and the US did with large resettlement programs from uh, camps in the region and a humane approach to those who were coming directly by boat. And it was actually heartening to see that in a time of incredible pressure and what was then an unprecedented sustained arrival of asylum seekers by boat, that government could make the right decisions, decisions that were in accordance with international responsibilities and treat people humanely who were coming here directly. Dr Higgins, thanks so much for joining us. That's Dr Claire Higgins from the University of New South Wales. She was discussing her new book, Asylum by Boat, The Origins of Australia's Refugee Policy.